35 years can make it easier for you. Call 02 9659 Ask for Richard Spiteri or speak to one of the friendly staff members to learn how. Get assistance today. Call Hills Family Funerals, station sponsor. Learn something new in 2022 with the Parramatta College. Term 1 courses are open for enrolment and include business and work skills, computer skills, leisure and lifestyle, languages. The Parramatta College also offer New South Wales government funded courses. Eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with the Parramatta College. Enroll today. Call 9687 2072. That's 9687 2072. Or visit parramattacollege.edu.au. The C word. Cancer. It's different in a young person's world. Luckily, Canteen is here to fill the lives of those aged 12 to 25 with better C words like connection, compassion, communication and counselling. Canteen gives young people the skills and support to face cancer, whether it's their own or a loved one's. Please visit canteen.org.au to donate and let young people know when cancer comes crashing in, Canteen can help pick up the pieces. Today's bulletin brought to you by Your Sound, Your Community, Alive 90.5. National Radio News. Good afternoon, I'm Brady Evans. Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe has walked away from the central bank's previous forecast that interest rates won't rise before 2024. But he says the bank will keep them on hold until unemployment is lower and wage growth is higher. From Canberra. Amanda Cop reports. Speaking at the National Press Club in Sydney, the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe says interest rates will rise, but not until inflation targets are sustainably within the bank's target range of 2 to 3%. However, he did urge borrowers to always have a financial buffer to prepare them for earlier than expected interest rate rises. So interest rates will go up. We need to be prepared for that. Speaking for the first time since the Omicron COVID-19 wave, he says while the economic recovery has been delayed, it hasn't been derailed, and he's optimistic for the future. Amanda Kopp, National Radio News, Canberra. The federal opposition leader says he will prioritise creating more full-time jobs rather than lowering the unemployment rate if he wins the election. Scott Morrison says he's aiming to get the unemployment rate below 4% in the second half of this year, which would be the lowest rate in 50 years. However, unions have raised concerns about the number of people who have unsecured jobs. Anthony Albanese says getting more people into full-time jobs is more important than a low unemployment rate. The difference is that I'll be about secure work. So if you're working a couple of days in casual work, you uh, don't have enough income necessarily uh, to pay a mortgage, to plan to have your first child, uh, we need more security. A manufacturing plant to produce rapid antigen tests will be set up in Melbourne with the capacity to make 50 million of the sought-after test kits per year. Rats have been in scant supply across the country with the lack of tests for COVID-19 leading to shortages of supermarket supplies, business closures and even flight cancellations. Two private companies will establish a plant in Melbourne to make the test kits using money from the state's investment fund. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews says the plans will be able to produce a million tests monthly from April, ramping up to 50 million tests a year from October. We know we're going to be using these things for quite some time uh, and of course 
once you get to that level, there's always opportunities to grow this even further. A critically endangered Australian frog has been given a jump along after moving into a purpose-built breeding habitat at Sydney's Taronga Zoo. Rare Burralong frogs native to the New South Wales Northern Tablelands are being supported to build up numbers in captivity after a severe drought pushed the species to the brink. Zoo officials say the 58 frogs are an insurance colony. The frogs have been affected by drying streams in recent droughts, sediment buildup in waterways and a lethal fungus. And in sport, Australian swimmer Kate Campbell will skip this year's Commonwealth Games while pondering her future amid rejigged Australian plans for the pool in Birmingham. Campbell is taking time off ahead of deciding whether to compete at her fifth Olympic Games in Paris 2024. Swimming Australia head coach Rowan Taylor has confirmed the six-time Commonwealth gold medalist won't be at the Birmingham Games in July-August. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. And now for the latest weather on Alive 90.5. Five minutes past three on a live 90.5. You're listening to The Business of Life with Mario and Matt. And currently we're sitting at 21 degrees. It's, I don't think it's raining outside anymore. How do was, you know? You know. How do I know? You know it, it was pretty calm all the way here. Or something. Hey, man. Hey, I, listen, I, let me tell you something. Last Wednesday, my son and I, Nusa, checking the weather. It's going to be a beautiful day. Blue sky, puffy white clouds, bikinis, whatever. Guess what? Tropical storm. <laughs> <laughs> Next day, I'm checking the weather. It's going to be rain. Guess what? Puffy white clouds. <laughs> <beginning. laughs> we have tops of 24 degrees today. A rainy day ahead for the rest of this afternoon. Thursday, tomorrow, we've got tops of 23 degrees. Slight chance of shower. And same thing for Friday. Tops of 23 degrees with a chance of a shower there as well. And now, on a live 90.5, here's the latest traffic information. In Kingsford, Gardner's Road approaching Anzac Parade. It's been a truck breakdown. One of three eastbound lanes are closed. It's seven minutes past three on a live 90.5 and you're listening to The Business of Life with Mario and Matt. And that last hour was something I truly enjoyed. Mario, it is. talking about boxing, it's so universal. It goes into so many different areas of life and we can learn a lot from that sport alone. But I think the people people are generally afraid. I think everybody's a, everybody's a, every, everybody is a hero behind the screen. Oh, many of them. Of like, look at the COVID, you know. During the COVID, like, I was preparing myself last two years. I'm going to do Pan Pacific. I'm going to do this, you know. Then, you know, there comes the moment it's like, why am I doing this, actually? You know, it doesn't happening. But yet, being punched in your face is voluntarily... But what it's a reward it is that it's not just to learn something new. You know, it's difficult to admit I'm 50 years old, man. Okay, 49. But yet I'm listening to my coach. Don't do this. Don't do that. What did you eat? What did you, how much did you sleep? You know, and I'm like, how old I am? I listen to this. And then yet it's a reward because, you know, you're learning something new. But today, Matt and I are very blessed to have the Paul Covey from New South Wales Masters Boxing who's going to share with us further his story. Absolutely. So... Paul, with boxing, there's so much behind it. But what's behind it for you? What's why is boxing so meaningful 
you shared a little bit earlier about what it meant. What would you say is the deepest part? Look, I, I enjoy uh, the challenge of competing, uh, and I think you know some of your listeners would no doubt have similar interests. And you're competing at a very, as we said earlier, primal level. Basically, it's you and your opponent in the ring. Uh, you're trying to land more clean punches on them than they land on you. We'll get away from the trying to knock them out bit because bo- uh, knockouts are rare in boxing. Uh, you are basically it's you versus them, uh, and it involves fitness. It involves a team effort to get you to that level a team effort a team effort so mario spoke earlier about you know he's in his 50s and um he's you know good at many different aspects of life but he thought he'd put himself out of his comfort zone which is the reason people a lot of masters do boxing put themselves out of their comfort zone male and female and they go do you know what i always liked the rocky movies or i always liked (laughs) um the idea of having a fight see how i'd go and uh, and that that is the majority of our masters boxing novices never had a fight and they want to step in and test themselves. We've also got people who are doing it as a bucket list thing. You know, they might have one fight and that is part of. And there's a lot of programs out there at the moment for not only masters but for all uh, ages of fighters. Uh, they they've got different names: Zero to Hero and a Fight Club and a range yeah. of different ones. But basically, they're Joe citizens off the street, males and females. They do a 10 or 12 week program and at the end of it they have a fight, like the corporate fighter and there's a range of them uh, and they're, they're matched based on age, weight and experience. Well, experience is easy because none of them have fought. Uh, age, <laughs> a, age and weight yeah. and obviously they'll try to match you with somebody that's close to your age and close to your weight because all of those things have a, 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 their factors in, in terms of the outcome and we want things to be fair. Nobody wants to be you know, win by knockout or beat somebody very easily. We want to make it a fair contest. But, Paul, you're, you're going now gaining <clears throat> momentum. And I know maybe this is going to be just my personal opinion, but I truly believe that people stop believing in themselves, fulfill the dreams and limitations. As I say, you know, if I was, you know, 50, 50 years old 20 years ago, society will say what's wrong with you right even when i come to my gp very first time i said this is blue book i need to do serological for hiv he says to me what do you mean i said like i'm gonna do boxing he says to Mari, you're 47 years old what do you mean boxing you know it's gonna be injuries and everything else and i said like but i'm gonna injure myself one way or another you know i mean whatever i do i can do the yoga classes you know i mean imagine just spraying <laughs> your back something <laughs> crack but the point is very simple the Every time when you decide to challenge yourself, you're relieving your dreams. You know, as Paul says, Rocky—it's everybody dream. And I remember first time I seen Rocky, Rocky Balboa, I said, I want to be like him. Doesn't matter what it is because it was average Joe in below average standards gym with his coach was called Mick, right? Who is half deaf, you know what I mean? And full for the dreams. But if you don't challenge yourself, you know, you better challenge the life than life challenge you. You agree with me, Paul? 100%, Marianne. There's a saying in boxing, uh, and, and you know, you, some of your listeners might be out there going, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't mind trying boxing, but yeah, I'm not very coordinated and uh, I'm not very good at sport, etc., etc. You know, 
I'm not. I, I can't speak for Murray. I, I'm not very coordinated. Yeah. I, I wasn't <laughs> naturally good at sport. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? There's a saying in boxing, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And what that means is basically there's plenty of people that will walk into a gym and they look terrific punching a bag or they will be oh, fantastic in a spa. Everybody the bag. 100%. Everybody. And we see it on fight nights all the time. You know, two fellas in the gym and they get matched up on age, weight and experience. One fella's just slaying it in the gym. Looks fantastic. But it comes to fight night when he's fighting in front of his family or she's fighting in front of a family, the pressure of it. And the person that you didn't think was going to win uh, they end up winning. So, you know, it, it makes different people. It makes people rise to the challenge. It makes it, it it defines how you act under pressure. Look, and sometimes you win, and sometimes you lose, just like life. But you bounce back from those things, and you can apply those things um, in your life. Um, I, I used it personally, and I know we've got you know listeners out there going through all types of challenges. We spoke about them: job losses, breakups health challenges. I use it for a health challenge oh, so to, pro- to, so pr- exactly. to prove let's to myself. Let's go lift game now, Matt. Yeah. Matt and I, we heard this from you beginning. So let, let's go lift the game up, you know, because some people heard now the boxing and, you know, most of the people will consider boxing as a barbaric sport. Sure. No question asked. I don't care what people think and I see boxing different way. But Paul, you're going through something that most of people will encounter in their life. Yeah. And as I say, COVID was a great example. And I saw many brave men who are the very, Matt, what's the word? Very loud, right? They have, the they have a big mouth. Big mouth. Kind of yeah, like you and I. Yeah, like, more like <laughs> me than you. Like, that's okay. <laughs> but they have the big mouth. You know, all the assassins in the gym, tattoos, you know what I mean? The muscles and everything else. Then COVID comes and everybody's hiding behind the mummy skirt or wife. And it doesn't matter. But sooner or later in life, we're going to experience health issues and I experienced this through my son which I didn't want it and never envisaged but yet you experienced the world everybody's afraid cancer yes Paul and you beat the cancer for all listeners can you share with us sure uh, as I said I, I've always lived a healthy life uh, and everybody says oh, I won't I won't get cancer or I won't get this or I won't get yeah. that. And as we know, you know, life deals you all kinds of cards. No, nobody knows. And uh, so I was in my 40s, uh, happily married, three kids, you know, working full-time, living the, you know, a great life. Got diagnosed with cancer, huge shock, you know, lump under my jaw. And the doctor said, oh, it's probably nothing. We better get some scans done on it. And then I got told, oh, I'll go and see the surgeon. I walked through the door. And, you know, it's not like in the movies when they tell you you've got cancer. They sit down and go through. Yeah. It's a big, long process. Basically, the bloke said, you've got cancer. I need to operate urgently because it's spread to your lymph glands. And I've just gone, whoa. You know, I wasn't expecting that. Jeez. And, um, it, you know, and, and many of your listeners would will, will go or have gone through similar challenges. And so... What my way of approaching it was um, to stay fit during the um, treatment process, which for me was chemotherapy, radiotherapy, two operations, something called a radical neck dissection. It doesn't sound too too much fun, and it wasn't. And um, during the treatment, chemotherapy for those that have been on it, it's pretty brutal. Uh, and you get all types of negative reactions to it. One of them is you can't taste food. 
I mean, I tell you what, how much do, do you miss that? As well, oh, yeah, but, yeah. Well, well the uh, co- the chemo that I was on, you couldn't yeah. taste food. So the only yeah. thing I could taste during my treatment was ginger beer, and I used to love mm. drinking ginger beer just because it, like, you could have filet tastes. Yeah, hundred percent. You could have filet mignon, and you couldn't taste it. Yeah. But sorry, getting back to the story. Wasn't expecting to be diagnosed with cancer. Is anybody? You know, like really, even heavy smokers go, you know, oh, she'll be well, right. It'll be right. You know, blah blah blah. But yeah, and so I used that um, to get me through my diagnosis. So I was training hard through my treatment, and I would actually be punching the bag, and then I'd go and vomit in the corner, just stupidly, but wanting to prove to myself that. I'm still fit, I'm still healthy, and I'm going to beat that. And just getting that mindset to help you beat the cancer, I don't know if it helps you beat it. You know, treatment and how how far the cancer's progressed is is the deciding factor. Let's be real. Yeah, but enough, um, yeah. I, I wanted to put myself into a good mindset and um, use that... The, you use that mindset to try to help me beat it. Did it help me beat it? I don't know, but hopefully it made life a little bit easier for those around me, my wife and children at the time and friends, who go through that journey with you. Yeah, I can... When I hear that, when I hear you share that, even though you were battling cancer, you went through chemo, all this stuff going on at the same time, you were willing to still keep fit, keep at your goals... You are keeping yourself healthy, if you are, if you ask me, by continuously working at your fitness goals. You're keeping your your immune system strong because, you know, you it's constantly facing adversity with when it comes to, um, when it comes to boxing. But to stay at your goals, even though you're going through some of the biggest adversity anyone could ever face, told that you're you have a ninety percent chance of mortality that you'll you'll not <laughs> make it. That's amazing, if you ask me. I think that's a great reminder for us all. You're listening to The Business of Life with Mario and Matt. And if there's something to take away about your business of life, stay towards your goals. Hear from Paul Covey himself, battling cancer and still continuing to pursue what was meaningful to him. He kept fit and he kept at his goal of boxing. Amazing. That's the definition of resilience. Paul Covey. Stick around, guys. Alive 90.5. If you're feeling low, then give it a go. You know when you're doing a song about a small town. Or try Lambert's sniffing salts today. You get it started with a cliche, you know what I'm saying? Lie. Time moves a little slower here. The pain pills, cause the summer's here, it's loose fair. And we're new and in, no way you would know of. Locus here, bright, they show up just to show off. For men, take a load off, just to watch the day go by. Philosophizing with the friends like they're Plato. They prophesied some of the bench by the main road, right? They gotta fight some, like, hey, with you say so, guys. But what do they know? Fox News got them lit. They're shockers, fundamentalists, the new communists. A girl with a shopping list, clutch a handbag close. I'm like, damn, man, then it's all back, has just. Cause I'm a gentleman, but then again, most of us are. First name basis in the bank, the post office, the bar, the course of the pass. A lady iron trying to grab your pension. The old men on the bench. Direct from the transistor radio in your lounge room. It's the entertainment that the whole family can enjoy. Well, I say, looking slick will do the trick, so try Barry's Brill. Well, let's go, let's go.
could hold your 55 Time moves a little slower here Day feels like a week, a week it feels like it could go a year And we know we're near nothing, man, it's so true I don't tell them where I'm from, I tell them where I'm close to And I could go through an atlas and show you on a map But you still look at me sideways and treat me like I'm backwards But that's just fine, it so happens I'm happy living in a city that is trapped in time While you're lined up in traffic, I'm not Panic by transit, I'm back in time For a TV dinner and an early night Cause we get dressed to travel, got an early flight Been doing laps of the earth, we're doing laps of the sun Trying to put where I'm at on a map Cause where I'm from, we never get a mention But all that and then some Once again, the old men on the bench home. And across the country, they came in waves of thousands upon thousands of flying discs descending from the planet Mars. For the closest shave, try a Wilson's razor today. Well, let's today. go, let's well, go. Took a hold, your 55. Where we go, where we go, this will always be home. No matter where we go, where we go, this will always be home. No matter where we go, where we go, this will always be home. No matter where we go, where we go, this will always be home. If you can't beat the summer heat, then what you need is a Wardell's. Wardell Refrigerator. The dieting revolution taking the world by well, storm. Montaigne, let's well, new in 2022 with the Parramatta College. Term 1 courses are open for enrolment and include business and work skills, computer skills, leisure and lifestyle, languages. The Parramatta College also offer New South Wales government funded courses. Eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with the Parramatta College. Enroll today. Call 9687 2072. That's 9687 2072. Or visit parramattacollege.edu.au. We all know that paying for a funeral can be a financial burden. However, have you ever thought of paying off a prepaid funeral with none of the ongoing premiums that is associated with funeral insurance? $1,000 can get you started. Hills Family Funerals, a family owned and operated business of 35 years can make it easier for you. Call 02-9659-0900, ask for Richard Spiteri or speak to one of the friendly staff members to learn how. Get assistance today. Call Hills Family Funerals, station sponsor. We Before our superhero can save the world, he has to battle a very powerful foe of his own. Muscular dystrophy. Muscular dystrophy is a life-threatening, muscle-wasting disease that destroys young lives, muscle by muscle. I'm the toughest. I'm the toughest. Please help in the fight for a cure. 
Contact Muscular Dystrophy Association now at mda.org.au. It's 24 minutes past three here on Alive 90.5. This is the business of life with Mario and Matt, and we're in studio with Paul Covey. Paul is the New South Wales top Masters boxing coach, top one in New South Wales. And not only does he coach men, I mean, boxing is portrayed as a very masculine sport. It always is, yeah. Though he also coaches a vast array of women. And the thing is, these women, they step into the ring. The fact they even sign up for Masters boxing shows a level of courage, strength, and resilience inside of them because like we've been spoken about earlier, boxing is something fearful. Stepping into the ring, it's not something easy. And to have the strength as a woman to step into that, I truly Can I add something on this? You, you said something very, very important. I was reading the other day article about some, I forgot the lady's name, UFC fighter. She was a waitress. She was a waiter for, for a period of time, a couple of years, and she would train during the night. Now she's become sensation in UFC. I mean, they ask her, why didn't you give up? She said, that's all I wanted to do. The, the waiting for me was just a... But on that part, she said she lost a lot of male friends because she becomes the... Like, they, they portray her as a brutal and, and aggressive. This is not the feminine side. So, Paul, what do you think about, as a Matt said, females competing in a boxing? Do you know, that's an interesting question, Marion. Just to clarify, I'm the New South Wales Masters Boxing Coordinator, so that's my role. It's a, it's a uh, voluntary title, so I do it for the love of the sport for boxing New South Wales, and any inquiries they get that relate to Masters Boxing, I answer those questions for people through phone calls, through um, Facebook con- uh, contacts, and we've got our own Facebook page, New South Wales Masters Boxing, and Masters Boxing Community. So if you join those Facebook pages, New South Wales Masters Boxing and Masters Boxing Community, and there's also another group, Masters Boxing Australia. So Masters Boxing Australia, New South Wales Masters Boxing, that's the one that I'm that I run as a- admin for, and the other one is Masters Boxing Community. But to getting back to that's my role, people train in their own gym, they're trained by their own coaches. I don't coach them, I get coached by a coach and when the coach says jump I say how high <laughs> same as Mario I, I, I work out of a gym in Sydney called yeah. Southside two uh, two gyms they've got one is at Bar, trained by former Australian light middleweight champion Ryan Waters lovely fella and he does a, a fight club where you, you know they do the 10 week training and then they have a fight at the end of it boys and girls and yes. then I also go to another gym that's part of Southside which is at Sutherland PCY trained by the BA New South Wales coach and uh, he's produced a lot of champions himself Sean Fitzpatrick but getting back to your question about females yes you know it's we've, we've heard a lot of testosterone and you know it's blokes sitting around talking about oh, I'd beat that bloke in a fight and <laughs> you know you go to a fight night at the local pub full of blokes and they're all saying you know giving their views on boxing whether they've had a fight or not 99% of them haven't yes uh, they've true, thought yeah. about it but you know Getting back to females, why do females do boxing? They do it for the same reason that men do it. It's a challenge. It keeps them fit. Uh, they're testing themselves. It's them versus another person. We uh, in Australia have got some very, very good female boxers. 
I've I've trained with some of them. They've been in the same gym. Anya Stridesman, she won gold at the Commonwealth Games, trained up, up with Joel Keegan, one of Australia's best coaches, uh, your minor PCYC, and he's got his own gym now. Kay Scott, uh, also still trains with Joel Keegan, a complete boxing at West Gosford, silver medalist at the world title. So we are talking about female boxers achieving at the highest level across the world. Why do they do it? Um, they do it for the same reason men do it, uh, a challenge, uh, to push themselves, the sheer competitive nature of one-on-one. Uh, and they're also, uh, they do it by age, weight and experience, the same as we do. So there's novice female masters boxers, there's experienced female masters boxers, uh, and they do it for the, the, the same reasons that, that men do it. Um, and, and I'd appeal to your listeners out there, we've got um, some ladies listening in today. You might be a, uh, a mum. You might be a, a wife. You might be um, CEO. Look, you can a CEO, whatever. You, yeah. you know, you, you you've got these titles that are attached to your life, but um, you might be looking for something else. You might want to test yourself. Isn't that courage? You know, like we can we can define boxing in many ways, shape, or forms. And I say again from my personal experience. So, like you know, if people want to take a toll and shoot the bullets, shoot at me. I always hearing people talking about boxing is a barbaric, I can do on everything else. And I say like, the boxing, it's a, it's a last thing, it's a punching in the face. Because boxing, it's not just you walk in the ring and punch somebody. I did done, I done this, my anger and rage was um, on my highest point in my life. And I just want to fight, you know what I mean? Till the mother then he told me, so like, look, you want to be smashed or you want to do the boxing? If you want to brawl, go in the pub. But the reason what it is with the boxing, it's a lot of sacrifice. Other people don't see it. It is sacrifice because you don't walk in the ring. You know, I did walk in the ring and it was embarrassment. My first fight, I was 138 kilos for 150. You know, I was overweight. And then, you know, it's all this dieting and training and going, you know, after work as you do, uh, uh, Paul. You know, you go for the trainings. It's a lot of sacrifice. It's a lot of sweat and pain particularly now at my age. <laughs> I'm visiting now a chiropractor as well, which I never visited before in my life. I've adjusted me C566. But the point it is the rage and anger, Paul. And I know that rage and anger come to me on my personal experiences. Divorce, you know, other things. Can you tell us how was your experience with the... Sure. After the cancer, then divorce? And yeah, yeah, look... Um, I wanted to use boxing uh, to challenge, channel that rage. Um, we all have, um, you know, we live in Sydney. Has anybody <laughs> driven? Has anybody driven in the traffic here lately? You know, like, oh my god! You just oh, want to punch somebody. Yeah, <laughs> the amount of road rage. I tell you what, if everybody went to a boxing gym, there'd be no road rage in yes. Sydney. But you know, people are, you know, there's pressure at work, there's pressure at home, there's. Um, you know, all those issues that we spoke about before. Yeah. Some people are just angry. But um, <laughs> let's, cha- let's, let, 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 let's channel that rage into the right place. And I can tell you, um, you know, personally, uh, and, and let me get back and say this, I'm nobody special. You know, thank you for your welcome, gentlemen, and thank you for the nice things you've said. I'm just Joe Average. 
I'm just a, a somebody, you know, a 57-year-old bloke that is passionate about a sport. So I'm nothing special. But what I want to encourage your viewers to do is perhaps use my story and, and Mario's story and, and what Matt's been talking about in your own life and consider Masters Boxing because it's got so many benefits. And one of those benefits, Murray, you touched on is uh, getting rid of rage and aggression in a legal way. So um, I I can tell you, you know, my divorce, like many, you know, males and females that have been out there or relationship breakdowns, you go through a grieving process. What are they, what is it, the stages of grief, disbelief, uh, anger, denial denial and then acceptance, you know, and you read about that and and that's the reality of any sort of hard thing that happens in your life like death when somebody close to you dies. You go through those stages, you go through that when you have a relationship breakdown, particularly if you were the person that was, you know, the one that was dumped. So mm. that was my case. Was I, I, one minute I'm this happy family man living, you know, uh, in a nice house and three children and got a job and life's great. Next minute, wife comes home and says, I don't love you anymore. Will you move out? And I'm going like, seriously? Whoa, I know we've had a couple of verbal arguments, but yeah. why are we doing this? And, you know, that's the nature of breakups. One person has thought about it and doesn't want to do it anymore and another person didn't see it coming, uh, and then they're shocked, and then they go through a process. I was very angry. You know, I moved out uh, because my daughter was going through the HSC, and I didn't want her, you know, to see her parents arguing about that in front of her. So I I literally put my clothes in my car, and and I moved in with a mate um, up the road, and um, and I was very angry. And I, you know, like I would go, I would be furious, just thinking this isn't fair, you know, same as anybody who gets dumped. This isn't right. I don't deserve this. I'm a good guy, and um, and I, to channel that rage and to do something positive, I ha- I hung around good people, and and I've got some very good friends in the boxing game, including um, my current coaches and former coach Joel Keegan, a- and I would just like I'd have a coffee with them. I'd just start crying, you know, or or I'd be in the gym and I just want to r- really hurt people. In- and and my coach actually said to me one day, Paul, get your stuff get your gear and F off out of the gym because I was so angry. And I, um, an hour later I messaged him, I said, sorry, mate, I just lost it, I apologise. And I came back in and he forgave me and, and life goes on. But the, the, the point of that discussion was um, it, it was to channel that rage in, in a positive way mm. uh, and to, you know, use that process as well as the um, the hard training, which fills your body with endorphins, getting healthy instead yes. of sitting down at the pub, you know, grieving about it or in front of a poker machine or gambling or trying to, you know, bed as many women as you can, which yeah. some men do. Um, use it in a positive way. A- and it, did it happen overnight? Did I suddenly um, feel good and did I suddenly feel great? You know, and anybody out there who's been through these processes knows it, it takes a while. But, you know... I feel fantastic now, uh, really positive, got a fantastic lady in my life, you know, really happy. Um, kids are all growing up and doing well, not boxing anymore, thankfully. <laughs> but, you know, th- they learnt lessons out of boxing and just touching on that final point because we spoke about the testosterone in the room yeah. and why yeah. women do it. Women do it for the same reason as men. Let me tell you, as a father, I couldn't be happier that my daughter can protect herself. You know, like she can wow. fight, and yes. and I'm not saying you know she's going to beat a 
you know, six foot. Luckily, her boyfriend's a big fella, <laughs> so he can look after her. But you know, we live in a dangerous world. Let's be let's be realistic. It There's is, some nasty is. people out there. Is there many? No, but there is some. And I'm happy that my daughter, who's had seven fights, five wins, been a twice Golden Gloves champion. Obviously, I'm proud of her, and has lost two fights. I'm happy that she's learnt the lessons of boxing, you know, that we spoke of earlier, and I'm happy that she can defend herself. So if anybody ever puts it on her, as I always said to the kids at school, you start a fight and you get in trouble, you're going to be at school, you're going to be in trouble with me, but if somebody else starts it, you make sure you finish it. What I love about what you just shared there, I think it's so powerful. The thing I love the most about that is boxing is a form of self-defence physically, but also emotionally. You mentioned boxing is such a release, right? So it's a release. The thing about us, our natural state is experiencing and expressing our emotions, not just keeping things to ourselves and, you know, bottling it up and making, making pretend that it doesn't exist. No, boxing is a release. It's a way to get things out. And the thing is self-defense that I, I, I mean, Mario, you would know better than any of us here. Like self-defense is so critical being out in, in the war and what what it means to be able to protect yourself and make sure you're okay because now you're able to protect other people as a result. Boxing allows that for people. And look, I'm not a father. I'm 22 years old, but I could only imagine what it's like to have a son, a daughter, and if they were helpless, I remember, I'd be scared. My, I tell you something. I remember my son, 2017 or 18, I will lie now. And uh, at that stage, you know, I was doing a lot of trainings. I took my tail with me every single training. And you know what, Paulie? As much as this sport is a brutal, he learned something which I didn't expect it because he will go in the ring and do the sparring, but nobody will punch him in the face because everybody knew he has epilepsy. My son will have the, the seizure in, in the ring, right? And, uh, you know, he will come back to the senses and continue fighting. And one thing I said to him, I said, like, I recorded, you know, I mean, because it breaks your heart to see your own child have the seizure. You know, I mean, just doesn't, you can't help it. Anyway, I said to him, how do you feel, Matteo? He says to me, oh, I'm great. I, I, I can kick everybody's butt. And I said, I feel strong. I said, how do you feel strong? He said, that in my head. I said, if I can punch all the time. So he doesn't remember has a seizure. But I remember that he was in the ring with much more older, bigger guys. So, you know, I mean, everybody was sparring, but nobody was touching his head, right? So what I tried to say, maybe the females being underestimated and, and, you know, undersold in our society we live. And Paul, you know, we discussed this before. We live in a society where we making false idols and we glorify them by listening they, you know, whatever they want to call, you know, on their social media. And actually, that's not a life. Life is you being in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. You know, Matt, he jumped for 35 yep. meter tall building. Yep. You still have the cancer. You know, divorces, I know what the divorce is, trust me very well. I <coughs> you also know what war is like as well. So war, so, I mean, yeah. but it's like, it's not about me. Today it's about Paul Covey, you know, and that's what makes you hero, Paul, in my eyes. And I always come back to these things. Matt and I sharing some similarities, some things not. But one thing, what we're doing this way to show, and this is what I always come to the, to the point why we're running this one. It's unpacking somebody. You know, everybody can be packed nicely and the ribbons, you know, pick up the car. It's beautiful. When you leave the bonnet, by the way, how is your bonnet? <laughs> he, was, he was driving car. <laughs> Road rage. 
And hey, Bonaki fly over. <laughs> is he one of those fellas doing the road rage? Yeah, out like there on other the Sydney like road. <laughs> but let me tell you, he's like, what's happened to you with your bonnet? Eh? It was my boot. So I was in Kenhurst and the boot just flew off. And um, so, yeah, I've got, um, I, I, I've, I've now got a thing over that's yeah. keeping on there. And my dad managed to put a nail because I lost the pin. Put a nail, he bent it over, so now it's now it's held in place. But thankfully, so I shared this story. I saw the video. Yes, please continue. So yeah. I'll, I'll share with Paul like real quick before we go for a break. So Paul, I was coming back from my um, what do you call it? My grandparents who live in Kenhurst to come here on Australia Day, and on the way back, as I was driving through Kenhurst on Porter's Road, my boot just flew off. My boot flew off, and I'm thinking, what am I freaking going to do? I start getting my chair out. I've got to do something, right? But no, there's, there's a guy who heard heard a massive bang. He started coming out. So I'm like, thankfully. And I'm like, mate, I need some help. And he's like, oh, don't worry. I'll, I'll grab my wife. And so Michael and Belinda, they come out, and they're like, oh, my God, there's a freaking there's a, a hockey strap on, on the side of the road. They're like, Matt, is this your strap? Did it fall out of your boot? I'm like, oh, it's not mine. I don't have any strap like that. And it's like, it's not, it's not mine either. God left a freaking strap on the side of the road for my boot. And man, uh, I was blessed, man. If that wasn't there, I'd be... I'd be. Lucky was a bit road rage. You know what I mean? With, with Matt Carana, Matt and Mario Becker's Business of Life on Online 90.5 with us in studio. Paul Covey, coordinator for New South Wales Masters Boxing, the legend, the man, Join us tonight on the website online905.com.au under the section podcast business of life with Matt and Mario. There's going to be an entire podcast with Paul Covey and you'll be glad you tune in. Alive 90.5. We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specializing in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insight Intelligence. Station sponsor. Heels to Hawkesbury Community News is a fortnightly free local publication packed with stories about local people, news, puzzles, and a whole lot more, including history, a guide to community groups, tradesmen, and a variety of local advertisers. Supporting the community for 35 years and as a proud sponsor of Alive 90.5, we believe it's important to keep our community connected. Enjoy your coffee with station sponsor Hills to Hawkesbury Community News. Pick up a copy at your local shopping centre, visit Hills to hawksbury.com.au or follow them on Facebook. What's on at Workers? Enjoy free live music every Saturday night at Workers Blacktown, every Saturday night and Sunday afternoon at Workers Sports and every Sunday afternoon at Workers Humitus. Plus, enjoy a full range of dining facilities. Visit the website at www.workersclub.com.au for the full music schedule, plus plenty of other activities including raffles, bingo, promotions and fun events. Workers is your club. Station sponsor. Around the world. Around the globe. Streaming live 24-7. Alive905.com.au Till I can't no more I'm gonna take my horse Through the old town road 
I'm gone. Ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Got the bushes black to match. Riding on a horse. Ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley. You ain't been up off that porch. Now, nah, can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar. Baby's got a habit, diamond rings and Fendi sports bras. Riding down Rodeo in my Maserati sports car. Got no stress, I've been through all that. I'm like a Marlboro man, so I keep going back. Wish I could roll on back to that old town road. I wanna ride till I can't go. Estate agents understand that selling your home is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. With award-winning teams in the hills, their service goes above and beyond any other to create great results and lifelong relationships. To deliver the best possible result, Brett Humby of McGrath Estate Agents will unlock value in your home you never knew existed. To realise more and experience the McGrath Advantage with Brett Humby, head to mcgrath.com.au or search Brett Humby today. Station sponsor. Hexagon Home Loans is your trusted mortgage broker. We focus on providing you with personal service and expert advice to help you find the home loan which best suits your requirements. Ranging from first home loans, refinancing, investment home loans, self-employed home loans, debt consolidation and SMSF loans. With a large network of lending institutions at our fingertips, we can assist you in making a well-informed decision that will save you time and money. Call us on 1300 562 649. Australian Credit Licence 504481. Station Sponsor. It's 13 minutes to four on a live 905. It is Business of Life with Mario and Matt, and we're live with Paul Covey. Oh, man, we've, we're almost up for two but hours. The good news, good news it is, ladies and gentlemen, Paul and I were a step closer for Matthew Carana goes into ring. So, Paul, <laughs> I'm wrestling, give it's on a you, not me. Why not, eh? You know, like what? Because in wheelchair? No, you know, I want to give it a shot. I want to give it a but shot. That, but that's a say, like, you know, imagine how much credibility that gives you. You know, everybody loves to talk about fighting. And I come back to this in the war, right? Sure. When the war was started, right, everybody was enthusiastic about war. When the war really, really started, 
there was nobody enthusiastic. It's only mm. only few of us left. Sure. Before they've been uh, forcibly mobilized and sent, you know, into you know, they call the war forces, you know, dig the trenches on the front line. I mean, you don't need to wear the weapon, but dig the trenches. Anyway, but same with the boxing. It is not, you know, nobody normal doesn't say just punch me in the head. It's a part of of the sport, right? Sure. But that makes a difference. If you step into ring, it is what the pole says. He has a coach. If coach says to him, jump, Paul says, how high you want me to jump? But that's what it is, Matt. You know, stepping that ring in a wheelchair, it puts you in a unique perspective. And then, you never know, Australian Paralympic Games. Look, there's bo- bo- boxing's available for everybody. Uh, and as I've said, I'm nobody special. I'm just an average Joe that likes boxing. And I, fo- I focus that passion for Masters boxing, those... Yes you know, in that age group. Like I say, we have guys that, that fight competitively in their 70s. You know, their it's wife amazing. might have died or they used to be a CEO and they valued themselves in that regard, but suddenly they're this old guy and they just don't want to be this old guy or this old girl anymore. They want to be somebody. They want to do something productive, positive. We have um, people that are, inverted commas, disabled. Uh, I've done an exhibition with one of them, a gentleman by the name of J.D. Hooper. He's got a number of, you know, disabilities. One of the nicest blokes you would ever meet uh, and an absolute champion. He's got a zest for life that you wouldn't believe. And he fights competitively as a Masters boxer. 55 years of age, he's fighting for a title soon up in Queensland. One of the nicest fellows you'd ever meet. Puts dad jokes on Facebook all yeah. the time. He cracks me up. Another gentleman that has exoed him, legally blind. Uh, from Bathurst PCY, followed by the name of Jason. There's Boxing is one of those sports that open to everybody. You know, when you think of boxing, you think, oh, big, tough blokes with tattoos. The reality couldn't be anything more yeah, different. That's and and it, one of the lessons that boxing teaches you is that um, you never judge a book by its cover. There's oh, a, yes. There's a guy, you know, in the gym, quiet, walks in with glasses and a suit and looks like an accountant. The other fellow walks in, he's got tats, ripped body, you know, looks like a tough guy. They start sparring. The guy that looks like the accountant beats the other bloke easy. So, you know, I know that's a story, but that's the reality of boxing. So, um, well, it's it, like it, when it adversity in tough times, like, it just bring out your true colours, like who you really are. When the pressure's on, like, will you crack? What do you have inside you in that moment? And, and, you know, for everybody, it's different. You know, not everybody wants to be a fighter. So if you're out there listening and you think, oh, yeah, that's great, but, you know, boxing's not for me. It sounds a bit brutal. Why not join a boxing gym and just learn how to defend yourself? So don't go to a boxer-sized class. They're great. You know, I, I'm not I'm not knocking them. They're fantastic. A lot of people do them. You get a quick workout. You get... Um, body fat burning you know the the ladies love it particularly because it's quick and you know it's good for their figures guys like it so that they can get a bit of that belly fat off um it's competitive and then you're learning a few things but go to an actual boxing gym uh, and many of them offer these programs and the juniors you know we spoke about kids earlier many of them have children's classes they don't have the head contact they're just teaching you the skills there's kids that are out there that are super gifted athletic athletically and they might want to be boxers there's other kids that are just gumbies and they've got no coordination at all and they might be you know uh, not attuned to yeah. being a sports person, not naturally gifted so, at it. I'm not naturally gifted at boxing. Sorry, because we're running out of time. I need to now because we can talk forever. Just sure. a few qu- short questions. 100%. What's the fight about? What's the gloves? What's the, the headgear? What are they using? What okay. Equipment? 
So three two-minute rounds is what you fight. Uh, 12-ounce gloves. You before the end of each round and the start of the uh, straight after the break one minute break between each of the two minute rounds okay one minute uh, this is like this new okay <laughs> you um you yes. fight in 12 ounce gloves or if it's an exhibition which is basically just a spa yeah. where you don't where you pull your punches and you don't punch as hard it's just three rounds yeah. of of a competition yeah. without a winner, without a judged winner, 16-ounce gloves, so bigger. Everybody wears headgear. Everybody wears a mouth guard. Uh, men wear a groin protector and yeah. breastplates are optional for women. Some yeah. you, you can wear them if you, if you want to. Who's there to protect your safety? There's a referee. Yes. There's two combat sports inspectors in the state of New South Wales that can stop the fight. There's your trainer. So everybody is there to protect you from your own braveness. Yes. So, and then we also have a doctor. Uh, to, to, to be registered to box in New South Wales, you have to be registered with Combat Sports New South Wales, which is the oversighting body. Yeah. They have inspectors at each fight. You have to have a, a fitness to box, which is done by a medical practitioner. And every six months you have to pass a serology test where your blood's tested for hep A, B and C so that if uh, there's a cut or a bleeding nose and you bleed on your opponent, yeah. they don't catch nasties from you. Yeah. So... You have to go through that process to um, to be registered to fight and then you, you know, when your coach says you're ready and there's a, gyms all over Sydney, uh, yes. then they will, if you want to fight, they'll put you in a fight and then you'll be judged, you'll be matched based on your age, weight and experience. So um, you won't fight, you know... Mariana, I won't fight a 20-year-old that's had 100 (laughs) fights. So (laughs) protect us from ourselves. But look, it's out there if you want to do it. There's junior boxing. There's boxing for uh, women. There's boxing for men. Uh, Men spar women. Women spar men. They can't fight each other. But, you know, we've got these labels in society. Punches like a girl. Have you heard that one? Mm, well, yeah. you say that to Kay Scott or in your so- stridesman, you won't be saying that for, for too long. Like you get in and spar <laughs> these girls, they can fight and and they can they beat me easily, beat me up. But um, so uh, it's a sport that's right across the board. It's for everybody. If you want to be involved in it at, at every level, you can do it training. You can have an exhibition. You can actually have. Competitive fights, you can fight for belts, you can fight for titles. Uh, wow. And, wow. you know, the, the whole broad spectrum of things is there for you if you want it and you can make it what you want it to be. And so how can people get involved? How can people find you, Paul? Well, there's a number of ways they can get involved. One is to, uh, on social media, join BA, Boxing Australia New South Wales. They have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, join BA Boxing Australia. They have a Facebook page. There is uh, many local gyms which you can look up, and there are two groups that that um, people can fight with in New South Wales. Both fantastic groups. One is called BA New South Wales or Boxing Australia. They're affiliated with the national body, and there's another group called League Boxing Inc. Uh, so either join those Facebook pages, League Boxing Inc., League Boxing Inc., BA New South Wales, uh, Boxing Australia. Then if you want to be a Masters boxer, and they will take you to all the gyms that are affiliated yeah. with those particular groups. Yeah. Or you can just look up in Google 
you know, boxing gyms in my area on a Google search. Easy. There's some good ones and, you know, there's some not so good ones uh, like everywhere else, that's like every one, other one, business. That's, that's but that's they have you and, yeah. and, and a Facebook page to that's ask it. other members. Exactly. And, and that, that's the ones we've spoken about, Mario. Yeah. New yeah. South Wales Masters Boxing, which is the one I administer, Masters Boxing Australia and Masters Boxing Community, which are administered by other people. All of those pages will direct you to all the information that you need to know. Uh, my phone number's listed on those sites and uh, people are uh, more than welcome to phone me as long as it's after, after, uh, before 9 o'clock, Monday to Friday. That's very <laughs> fair. And, guys, if you have any interest yeah. in boxing, be sure to reach out and connect with these groups, you know, Boxing Australia, Boxing Australia, New South Wales, and get in touch with Paul Covey. Today has been Paul Covey. The best part it is, if, if, you, if you're unsure, please come on website to live905.com.au tonight after 6 p.m. The interview with the Paul Covey between Matthew Caruana and myself is going to be available on the podcast section Business of Life with Matt and Mario Paul. Thank you very much for being our guest today. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. You're both gentlemen. I've really enjoyed speaking to you and uh, promoting our sport. And I, I really hope we get some new members uh, out there amongst your listeners because they would be very welcome in a, in a terrific sport. And once you start doing it, uh, like Mario, it'll just get in your blood and you'll want to do it more. It's been a Absolutely. pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you.